everyone. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of When I Grow Up. On today's episode, it is my pleasure to welcome my guest, Grace Heller. Hey, Grace, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Of course. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure and honor, truly. Um, so um, I got connected with you through a mutual friend, actually a, a previous guest on the podcast, um, Cindy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys go to church together, right? Yes. Yes. Um, well, I'm really excited. When she told me what you do, uh, do for a living, mm-hmm. I was really excited because, <laughs> because well, one, like, um, I've never had a guest like you on. Oh, and then cool. two, I, okay, so like, you know, this day and age, I went on Instagram and I yeah. stalked you <laughs> And I was like, oh, this girl is no joke. Okay. <laughs> like, she's for real. All right. Like, I can't wait to hear her story. But, um, Grace, you just recently moved to Atlanta, correct? Yes. And where are you from originally? I'm born and raised in Jersey, and I have lived in New York City for almost 10 years. Um, but previous to coming to Atlanta, um, we lived in LA. So we've been kind of all over. Okay, well, I'm going to assume that... Well, actually, why did you guys move to LA? So we moved to LA. Um, do you want the short story or the long story? Long, because long I feel story. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> so um, when I was living and working in New York City right out of college, I actually um, ran the events department for Prada Corporate. Um, so did all of the events for North America, so US and Canada. Um, and so I was doing that for over four years and it was like so much fun. That's obviously where I got all of my event planning experience from, but I was super, super burnt out. So like I was doing like 150 events by myself with the VP of marketing events. Yeah, it was insane. Um, but yes, so every two weeks, pretty much I was just like traveling. Um, and so there was a point where like my husband and I got married and we were like, settling down and I was like this is definitely not the lifestyle I want to be living Mm. um and my husband's actually a DJ music producer he's in the music world um and so we were like let's try out LA I mean separately we always said we wanted to live there at some point in our lives I think it's something to do with like every New Yorker wants to one day live in LA and every LA person wants to come to New York. This is know? true. Yes. Um, <laughs> like grass is always greener on the other side kind Absolutely. of, but so we took a whim, like one day we were like, you know what, let's do it. Um, which meant I had to leave my job at Prada because the headquarters were in New York. Um, so I was just kind of like trusting that things were going to fall into place. Um, so we moved at the end of 2019. Um, and during that time we were actually planning our own wedding celebration. And this is how my job kind of came to play because, um, our wedding was supposed to be in March. I told myself, you know, I'm going to give myself the whole month to just plan our wedding get everything set take like a little bit of a breather before I start my next thing um and then COVID happened oh my word (laughs) so of course actually COVID happened a week before our wedding was supposed to happen so of course wedding yeah 
our wedding was fully paid for in New York City. Um, I'm going to cry. <laughs> the money back. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, COVID happened. And that's where I ended up thinking of this whole business idea based off of the fact that my wedding kind of went to like crap <laughs> pretty much. Um, and everyone was looking for a way in COVID to take their larger format weddings and kind of change it into like intimate wedding feel. Oh my goodness. Okay. Everyone's like, what is it that she does? Like- I know. <laughs> So that's why I was like, do you want the long story? Yes, okay. So Grace, the big reveal, what is it that you do? So I'm a luxury event and wedding designer and planner. So I, okay, so (laughs) little background story um, for me and why I love this so much and why I'm so excited to talk to you is (laughs) I grew up, my Uh mom was a wedding dress uh, designer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I grew up um, in my mom's wedding uh, like salon, her bridal Mm -hmm. studio. Um, I worked for her store for like throughout high school. Um, It was like a formal wear store too. And so it was a one-stop shop for for some. Like a lot of Korean people would come to like have do a one-stop shop at my my mom's place. Mm -hmm. Um, So I grew up like planning my wedding for years. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And yeah. then um my mom she she is a fashion designer but however um she also enjoys event planning and like yeah. flowers and things like mm-hmm. that. So for Korean clients uh, she yeah. you know she would help them do those things. Oh, that's so nice. yeah, and so like um I never had a like a desire to be an ev- event planner or wedding planner. Yeah, I do enjoy it though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but then like I heard, you know, it can be really stressful and things like that. But at the same time, I it sounds as though you have found a little like pocket of, you know, niche product that is, is um, I guess, necessary, right? There's a market for it. Mm. Um, okay, so you have to tell me. So after, so yeah. you- you planned your wedding. <laughs> and then what happened? Well, okay. Um, planned our wedding. The New York City wedding of like over 100 people just like didn't happen. And uh-huh. um, I mean, everyone at that time was just saying you should like postpone. But like at the time of COVID, who knew when things were going to look fine? Like people that ended up taking that route, I think they postponed their wedding like at least three times, I feel, because they were like, okay, we'll push it to like summer maybe thinking it's going to be fine and then push it to fall. But like in reality, like it wasn't fine up until way later. Um, So we just decided to ditch that whole wedding. Although it was like a lot of money lost, we were like, at this point, like, what are we going to do? Right. Mm -hmm. So we ended up doing a super intimate 20 person wedding in Palm Springs instead, like our closest friends and family, essentially. Um, that is, and how was it? Like, oh, it was perfect. We like rented a house. Everyone pretty much stayed on site. Um, and like, we had that, like our friends come like earlier to do like a bachelorette kind of like mixed party kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just 
like a massive sleepover with our closest friends and family. It was like the best. Honestly, that's like the type of wedding I want because I feel like I'm not really very traditional. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't need that like 100 plus wedding with all of my parents, friends coming and all that stuff. Like I didn't need that. Um, But just because I am the only girl on my, like for my parents, I was like, I will just do it for Mm -hmm. you guys and make you happy. But really in reality, like, what we ended up doing was exactly what I would have loved and wanted. So beautiful. Oh my goodness. Okay. So how did that start you thinking about starting your own business? So, um, I feel like when I was going through my planning process of like my own wedding planning, um, I was really curious because I feel like as a planner, like I was planning so many other events. Like I didn't really have our wedding at top of mind. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, if there is a planner and designer that I really vibe with, I would hire that person to hundred percent take care of our wedding. Um, But I was doing the search and like quickly realized that, wow, there is like not a lot of there's like a big gap of wedding planners in the industry that were very design focused Mm -hmm. and also someone who's like less traditional, um, less like fairy tale girly girl. Cause that's not the kind of girl I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed like right away, like, wow, there's a huge gap. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are like me who are a little bit more fashion forward, a little bit more modern. Um, and like, I also felt like what the wedding industry described as luxury was just like not what I think luxury is. Um, Like coming from like luxury fashion, like it's more like quality over quantity, but I feel like the wedding industry like is more quantity, like the more flowers or the more this like Mm -hmm. over the top stuff is what luxury is. And so once I saw that, Um, I was like, hmm, you know, like I did graduate with a business degree. Uh, I always knew I wanted to do something on my own. I just really never thought that like weddings and events and this kind of stuff was what I was going to end up doing. But it's also COVID. Like there was nothing else to lose, I feel. So I just said, like, let me try. And here we are. (laughs) So like, how did you even start? Like, how do you get the word out? I literally just started an Instagram page. Um, and then just started posting like inspiration events I've done. Um, in the beginning, I did a lot of like styled shoots, like okay. mock tables, like of tablescapes, oh. uh, like editorial shoots where it's kind of like you're putting together a wedding, but it's like you're using models. Right. <laughs> I did a lot of that just to like showcase like my design, my style, what kind of things I want and then it just that's it like Instagram that's the best thing Bam, like that great <laughs> I mean not like that but like um I feel like Instagram is like and social media is just so great in our yeah. day and age like you, it, you know it can be bad but you can really use it for your advantage mm, um Man, that's really amazing. I mean, like, really brave, but also I like what you said. Like, oh, I don't have anything to lose right now. <laughs> just just try. Just try. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, 
um, I guess, you know, I feel like I can't dismiss the fact that you did have a lot of experience, though, in the event mm. planning realm, right? And you mentioned that you worked for Prada. I probably, I had no idea that you did that. But um, could you talk about that just for a moment and what your experience yeah. was like there? Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, the events manager, right? So I was overseeing the events there. So anything that had to do with fashion shows, press events, um, retail events, celebrity events, like private dinners, all of that stuff throughout North America. Um, and so it was lots of fun. I mean, I've got to, to throw some of the coolest parties I feel ever uh, and working for a really amazing brand that I really, really admire personally. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just think it was really fun, um, very planning, logistical execution based, mm. uh, because I was working for a corporation and they have their own like brand identity. So it's very much so the creative process came right from Mrs. Prada herself. Um, so it was more so like, okay, this is the brief that we have to do. This is the design find the vendors, find the people to do it, and then execute it. So that was a lot of my job at Prada. So it was a lot of like doing a lot of logistical stuff. Um, but the reason I ended up leaving, um, other than the fact that I had no work-life balance, <laughs> was I felt like I was losing a sense of my creativity because I feel like there was so much like creatively that I wanted to do with the events that I was, you know, planning at but since they're such a big company like sure like she'll hear some of my ideas that I have and like maybe one idea will like mm. she'll approve but it was just like I felt like there was so much more that I can do and that's when like really I realized owning my own business and doing what I'm doing now is the way to benefit from like the planner side which I feel like just comes really naturally to me mm -hmm. in terms of like being very detail or mm -hmm. oriented and like logistical and all of that stuff is like very natural to me but also marrying that creative direction and design element yeah. um how does one get a job at Prada like that <laughs> <laughs> well I um went to a fashion business school okay college um, graduated with a business management degree. Um, but the best thing about my school was that they had amazing connections to the fashion industry. So one day um, on the job listing, they listed like a PR internship. Mm -hmm. And I was, well, an amazing thing about my college also is like, you couldn't graduate unless you did three different types of um, internships in oh, wow. different departments um so they were really pushing you to do that but also I just I was like such a go-getter in college um that that's all I really wanted to do is like work you know find internships make connections so like I was like on it um got that interview with the PR uh department but what's really funny is I never knew that events and doing this stuff was like a real job. Like, I don't know, it just never really crossed my mind. Yeah. But as I was interviewing uh, for like the five people, they actually like were talking to me, we were talking for like an hour. And then at the end, they were like, you know what, like, we really want to work with you, but I think you'll be perfect for the events department. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they were like, would you be interested in meeting with them? And like, 
you know, I was such a firm believer of just saying yes to every single opportunity that came my way. So I was like, sure. And then they kind of hired me on the spot. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like, by chance, I saw this job posting, I went for it. And like, they just kind of directed me from like the few minutes that they chatted with me um, for the events team. And then that's how like, I got my internship with the events team. I quickly realized like, oh my gosh, this is something that I really, really like doing. And oh, like, wow. I was also a firm believer, like, you should always do something that you're passionate about, but also like find stuff that you're really good at too, that you can thrive in. And so I was like, wow, this is really it for me because like, like I said, this is just how my brain works. <laughs> and so um, once I interned there, I was like, wow, like this is something that I really can see myself doing for like a really long time. Mm -hmm. And um, after that internship, I luckily got a full-time job and then I stayed with them. Man, that is such a blessing, though, I feel like to be able to, um, you know, get a job like that, but not only realize you're passionate about it, but you've figured out like the things that you're good at and how it can be efficient and effective in the workplace. Like that is yeah. so special, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's, you know, it took my until like my third year of college to mm -hmm. realize that and doing a lot of different internships mm -hmm. I agree like the fact that just based off of a conversation that I had with these interview people like they picked up that maybe some of the characteristics I like explained about myself would be a really good fit for the events team you know like it just kind of all lined up that's interesting that you said that, though, because like in order for you to kind of share your strengths and qualities and what you like, you really do have to be self-aware, right? Like have more exposure. So it sounds like those internships really helped you kind of figure out yeah. your skills, too, right? Yeah, for sure. Because like, you know, I started off like a retail internship, mm -hmm. which is like required your first year. Um, and then I jumped into PR. And I feel like I liked it, but then I jumped into like a retail analytical mm -hmm. um, internship because I was really into number crunching and I felt like I really was good at like the number side of it and then ended up in events. And I feel like that's in a way like a mix of like PR marketing and the analytical stuff because you're always working with budgets. Right, right. Yeah. So like you went to fashion college, like a school for what is it called? It's called LIM College. Okay. And so you've always been into fashion then like growing up? Oh, yeah. 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 Growing up, I always knew I wanted to be in the fashion industry. And I feel like my parents were really uh, at a certain point, they always wanted me to be a lawyer, like up until a certain point. And then I think this is also like second child syndrome like you kind of get the blessings of like okay I forced my son to do something and then he didn't end up doing that so like maybe with my daughter I won't push her so hard <laughs> um so uh, thanks to my brother for taking uh, but during a time like my end of my middle school like my parents really realized like she's very creative and artsy she loved fashion always when she was young so like why don't we put her in art school so instead of like 
forcing me to go on to this career of like being a lawyer, they kind of gave in and were like, let's just like try to enhance her skills. And so from there, I was doing a lot of like art. um, And I actually like was really working up for uh, to be a fashion designer at FIT. That was like my goal. And it was literally senior year when I was choosing between FIT and LIM, essentially, uh-huh. um, where I was like, oh my gosh, but like, there's a ton of fashion designers out there that are like, I feel like even way better than I am. And they still don't make it. And so I was Isn't like, that crazy you know what? Think like, I think I need to change paths and yeah. still stay in the fashion industry, but like switch to business because I feel like you can make more money. It's a little bit more sustainable, all of that stuff. So then I made that switch my senior year and decided to go to LIM, which is like kind of like the rival school, but LIM is strictly fashion business. So no designing. I see. I see. Oh, wow. That's really fascinating and really insightful. I did not, I've never heard of LIM before, but um, it's really good to know because, and it's interesting that you just said that because I feel that way about a lot of things, but uh, (laughs) you know, about just like, um, uh, for example, my husband's into music Mm -hmm. and like, you know, me I think he's really good at singing yeah but then like we'll listen to like just Spotify on random like just on random right not even famous people just like random like artists and I'm like wow like there are a lot of good singers in this world like like, yeah yeah. I mean there's tons of creative people out there yes yes and I'm like I mean, you know, like you really have to, I'm sure, I'm sure you're very gifted and talented, Grace, but I, I feel like that was a smart move. You know, you knew, sure. you knew what was going to happen. You, you saw it and you're like, Hey, look, I can make this switch. I, I love that. So yeah. smart. You're so smart. <laughs> um, Okay. I really wanted to know how, so, okay. What does a typical day look, look like for you then a work day? Um, so a typical work day for me is a lot of like creating design decks. So what that is, is like visual, um, it's a visual deck of what the full wedding day or event day is going to look like from start to finish. Okay. So for example, that's like showcasing what the overall aesthetic and feel is going to be like the color palette, then going into like what the ceremony design is going to be, the reception, the tablescape, like everything that's on the table. Um, And then stationary dress, like every single detail of the wedding day I put into a design deck. Um, So you do that? You do all that? Wait, okay. (laughs) I'm going to sound really silly right now and foolish, but like, I didn't even realize you could hire like a, a designer to like design the entire day. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize that, but yes, that's how you make sure that everything is very cohesive and looks really great. Yeah. That makes complete sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it was so difficult, like doing it by myself. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's hard for sure. Uh, I mean, like, it was so stressful, but I loved it. But at the same time, that makes so much sense what yeah. you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. 
So that's kind of the start of what my process looks like. And then once I create the full visual deck and get that approved by my clients, I then work on selecting the perfect vendor team that's going to execute that vision and bring oh it. Oh my goodness. Uh, yes. Okay. So like when a client comes to you though, and you know, yeah. you have to design this whole thing, like, do they give you any input though? Like maybe the vibe or. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. they'll sit and we'll, we'll do a whole design call and I'll kind of run through like, okay, what are some key words that you're thinking about? Do you have any images that you want to share with me that you've like really loved? And then I take all of that conversation and words that we talked about in the photos. And then I just kind of create a full-on story from there. How amazing. How, yeah. What a fun job. I feel yeah, like. It's very fun. That's wow. my favorite part. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. <laughs> um, so I don't know how to ask this, but I'm just really curious. Like, what is the type of clientele that you draw in? So I would say my clientele. So I work on pretty much in New York City and in California. So okay, I don't okay. really work locally here. Okay. Um, so I feel like a lot of my clients are very like city based mm. people. Um, and they have some sort of like fashion edge to them. Okay. I've noticed. okay. Um, so whether they are really passionate about fashion themselves or in the creative industry or something like that. So do you feel like um, when someone hires Grace Heller events, like there mm -hmm. is a certain style that, that oh, yeah, Grace sure. Heller gives? Yeah, for okay. sure. Is it more of like a couture kind of feel? Or <laughs> just so no. curious. Um, I think my girl is they understand what luxury is and mm -hmm. they really like high quality stuff, okay. but they're not um they're like a little bit like quiet luxury. Mm. They're more like relaxed, but I they see. know what the quality is and they they're very particular about what they want, but they're not super like in your face. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um so since started, when did you start Grace Heller events? Um, so I started my Instagram July of 2020 and I officially created like my LLC in January of 2021. And so since then, how has like, how have things grown for you? Like, do you have people that work for you? Do you do it everything by yourself or... So it kind of grew really fast. Um, I've been pretty much fully booked um, ever since I pretty much started, which wow, is that's crazy. amazing. Um, but as of now, like I don't have a full on team. I have day of assistants that come and help me. Um, and as of this year or like the end of last year, I did have part time assistants that helped me just on like back end stuff that I need help with. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of a full on team, I don't have that yet. And that is something that I'm looking for for next year, though. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. So do you have to trap then you must have to travel a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I travel quite a bit. Um, and then while you're. Um, in the cities that you're hired in, like what what are some things that you have to take care of while you're there? Um, so like you mean before the wedding day? Before the wedding day, yeah. So a lot of my clients have like full on weekend events. So like before the wedding, it's like the rehearsal dinner and the welcome party, and then it's the wedding day. So 
uh, and then maybe something the day after. Uh, so once I get there on the, the weekend of, essentially it's just making sure all the pieces are together and like vendor management, a ton of vendor management. Um, so making sure um, all the vendors are fully aware of the like minute by minute timeline that I create mm -hmm. for the full weekend mm -hmm. um, and just showing up when they're supposed to show up and kind of putting the show together. Do you ever get stressed out? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a I, I, so it's funny because like this job is actually like being an event planner is like top. 10 most stressful jobs in the world. I would imagine. Yeah. I, um, and then just I get stress planning my VBS. Okay. Like I can't imagine. Like. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's so many details, right. And then especially like when you get to a certain level and clientele and level of service that you have to provide, it's a lot of pressure, yeah. but I try not to stress out too much about it mm -hmm. and just kind of trust that I know what I'm doing. Um, and just kind of lean on that because if I just think too much about the stress and like the anxiety, then it just like kind of cripples me. <laughs> so I yes. just not think about that and just kind of like trust that, you know, I have a process in place. I have to trust the vendors that I've selected to bring the vision to life and right. all that. Oh my goodness. Can't even imagine. But, um, uh, okay. You don't have to answer this, but <laughs> But like, say I, um, how much do you charge? How much do you charge? <laughs> so I actually charge, um, based off of the overall budget. So oh. mm -hmm, I find that like a lot of my clients budgets are higher. So I charge like either 15% of the overall budget or it's like a starting rate of 25 K. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so whichever is higher. Whichever is higher. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Nice. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, man. What a fun job. I'm like, can you hire me? <laughs> I'm like thinking like, oh, my gosh, this sounds so fun to me. But at the same time, I know it must be really overwhelming. Um, okay, another thing that I am curious about is um, – Actually, I'm going to ask, can you remind me to ask you a personal question at the end if I forget? Yeah. <laughs> but before I ask the personal question, um, okay, so what are some qualities mm -hmm. that you feel like a person would be advantageous to have if they wanted to be an event planner? Mm. I would say you just need to be very type A. <laughs> makes sense like makes that's sense. the first thing yeah. uh a lot of it is just like making sure that you're just very on top of every single detail so like even little things that normal people don't don't even think about like are the linen steamed um what time are the steamers going to come and steam the linen like you know very small details and being a bit of a perfectionist um which I find that it, I used to say like, that's kind of like, um, like not a strength that I have because sometimes like being too much of a perfectionist is not really a good thing. But in my case, I feel like it's the best thing. Um, so just like being able to like perfect every single detail. Cause there's so many, like my checklist that I send to my clients, it's like pages long. 
If you look at a timeline that I share, it's like every single minute, what's going to happen. Like, it's just making sure you're very like on top of every single detail. Mm. Um, And even on the day of like execution wise, like you want to make sure that, I mean, I make sure at least like my tablescape looks perfect. There's no fork. That's not like, that's crooked. Mm -hmm. Every stationary is like perfected. Mm -hmm. So I would just say like being a very type, a perfectionist detail oriented person. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's really good advice. So if you're not like that, you probably shouldn't go into this industry. (laughs) Probably not for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think you can like coast and like just like forget things and right, like right. Yeah, that would be terrible if yeah. you forgot something. Exactly. Um, do you have like a crazy wedding story that you could share with me? I'm a crazy off wedding. the top of your head. Like I really haven't had a crazy wedding story. No, because you're so type A. You're always on top of it. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, thing. it's funny, like, things go wrong every single time. Like, that's just something as you're, as you're in this industry, you just have to be okay with. Mm-hmm. And also, like, problem solving. You have mm-hmm. to be a problem solver and think on the spot. Like, things will always go wrong. Um, like, I mean, my last wedding, the cake came and it was a massive cake that we had. It was like a 30-inch cake and it mm-hmm. came cracked. And then the, the cake person didn't even bring like extra frosting or anything. Like it was crazy. So it's like my, my chef had to like figure out how to like whip up frosting to fix it. Like, yeah, there's always something oh that goodness. goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> my cake was really late. Like, you see? Yeah. And it was tilted. <laughs> and my my mom who I love so dearly is extremely passionate person got (laughs) not only my money back but they paid me more to use their cake that's amazing yeah but anyways oh man I yes so stressful I feel like but that's good to know like just a quick thinker so more than like flexibility it's like being able to think quick on your feet if something oh yeah like you have to have a plan B, C, D, Z, like essentially. Um, and like on the spot, like there's no like, oh my gosh, what do I do? It's just like, okay, this went wrong. So this needs to happen. Now. Like it needs to be very quick because on the day up, you think that six hours of setup is enough time to just make sure everything goes smoothly, but it goes within like minutes. Yes. So it's like, you just have to, you know, yeah. go So what do you love most about your job, Grace? So what I love most about my job is the creative process. So I love the fact that like my clients are hiring me to trust me to like bring a vision to life and also seeing it come together on the day of the wedding and the like event is just like completely magical Mm. where you can just kind of like sit back. And especially this is a time where it's like dinner time and like all the craziness has has like finished like I just kind of sit there and smile because it's like oh wow like this all happened yeah yeah and you like made their special day come to life yeah 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 yeah. it's super rewarding um being in the wedding industries because you know essentially like you're only going to get married once right like you hope um and so just kind of being on um being a huge part of the wedding day um 
in such a special moment like I don't know it's really it's really amazing yeah yeah absolutely um what do you like the least then about your job I would say it's like feeling as if I'm constantly having to remind people sometimes like what they need to be doing and when Uh, it's a lot of like shepherding in a way. So like the vendors are always looking to you to give them direction when it's sometimes like, hello, your job, just go do it. Um, and, and so some, sometimes that's the part it's like, it's like hurting sheep a little bit when it comes to the vendors, that part can be a little bit straining. Um, and it also takes a lot of trusting the other creative to pull through on your vision and sometimes as like a little bit of a control freak myself Mm -hmm. like that can be very difficult for me Mm -hmm. um because you never want to be like an event like you want to be an event planner that's like very on top of every detail but not like um like annoyingly asking every single question like are you doing this are you doing like very like on someone's like but you know like you don't want to be like annoying right um so you have to like trust that they're they understand what you want and that hopefully the end result is really going to look like um what you're envisioning so I, i think that vendor recommendation process is like so so important do you have a group of vendors that you like in particular that you like working with then yeah for sure i have a whole i mean i've been doing this for over eight years now so i feel like i have a solid list mm-hmm. but it's also nice to branch out too, because yeah. it's like without creating new relationships, like sometimes the events and the weddings can look like the same. And I feel like then it loses the creativity. So I always like to branch out when I can. Um, but of course I have a very, um, very intense kind of um, like screening process with my vendors so that I can at least trust them prior to hiring. What do you mean intense? What does that mean? Well, I not (laughs) intense, but like I question them. Okay. Okay. Process. Yes. Want to know them as a person uh, because I'm working with them also for a year plus, you know, typically my brides and um, grooms will hire me like 12 months ahead of time. Right. Yes. Um, So like personality wise, are we a good fit? What does your process look like? What does the process look like for my clients? Um, my gosh, so much to think about. Yeah. It's just a lot of questions. It's not just like, oh, you have a great Instagram page, you know, like a lot of my clients will sometimes like send me, oh, I love this person's work on Instagram. And I'm like, that's a highlight reel of their, their work. Like you have to get into it. And like, I want to see galleries, like full galleries, if they're a photographer and all of that stuff. So that's awesome, man. Okay. So basically, I mean, people are, are paying you to give them the best quality like that they can get, which I love. That's so great. Um, Okay. But you were saying you dislike that the most, like just having to herd vendors and like, um, I, I liked, I can relate to what you just said when you're like, just do your job, man. Can you just please know what to do? <laughs> That's so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like so like straight on. I'm like, I'm kind of like, you know what to do. Just do it. You know, and I've already shared when it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of like constantly telling them over and over again what they need to be doing and when. Right. 
Um, so how, I'm going to go back to that personal question that I was going to yeah, ask yeah. you earlier. Um, you are a new mom. Um, I you have a two-year-old. Um, yeah. And I was wondering how, yeah, for the moms out there, how do you balance it all? Gosh, this is really hard for me to even answer right now because I'm still figuring it out. Um, I feel like clearly I left my corporate job because of the work-life balance, but then starting your own business doesn't really make you have a better work-life balance. Mm -hmm. I feel like in a way it blurs the line even more Mm -hmm. um, because it's like, and because I grew my business the same time I I had my baby, essentially, um, my daughter, Stella, it was as if I grew both babies at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's still constantly hard, but, but I, I feel like in a way it made me an even stronger businesswoman, um, having two purposes, um, and knowing that my role as a mother is, the, like my priority for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but also knowing that I have this amazing business that I've built and that I'm super passionate about, it just kind of like, I don't know. I, I, and I also feel like, you know, one day when Stella knows what I do and how I got there and whatnot, like hopefully it's motivating for her. And she's like, it shows her a really great example of like, not just a woman um, being a boss, but also being a mom too. Cause that's something I never saw in the fashion industry. I saw a lot of like broken families, like a lot of the, the higher up VPs, SVPs, CEOs, that kind of stuff. Like they always were divorced. Like, you know, they weren't really around with their kids. Maybe that's a New York city thing and a fashion thing I'm not sure but um there wasn't a lot of like big role models yeah yeah so I once I found out I was pregnant I was kind of like oh shoot like what am I gonna do with my career I always knew I wanted to be like a very career driven person Mm -hmm. um, but is this gonna hinder me Mm -hmm. you know in a way um but I've realized like No, you can have, you know, it's hard to have both. It's really hard to have both because there are some days my business or like, you know, I just can't get on my emails because she needs, like Stella needs me more at that time, you know? Um, But it's just a constant, I don't know. I just, I have to make it work. So I try to like really utilize the hour and a half that she naps a day to really work. Please don't wake up. Please don't wake up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, but I also have an amazing husband who yeah. essentially like works weekends that I don't work. And like during the weekday, luckily he doesn't have like a nine typical nine to five. So he's able to be there and watch Stella. And the reason we moved to Atlanta was to be closer to my parents too. So they're, they're here to support. So I have a really great support system that allows me to, if I have to work a lot, um do so but this the balance is always hard and I feel like every day is a new challenge but yeah no thank you so much for your transparency on that I you know I just feel like it's important for people to know and for my own encouragement right that like it is doable um but you know that um I 
I loved what you said about how growing when you were in the industry in New York, it was difficult for you to find role models that modeled like, you know, not broken homes and things like that. And um, what you're saying right now, just this desire to show Stella, hey, ambition doesn't mean neglect, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, um, how does that, how do you navigate that? And it's exciting to hear uh, you just like sharing and working through it. And I really appreciate it, Grace. I think, um, you know, me too. I shared with you earlier that I went through my own kind of postpartum after I had my children and identity. What does that look like? What does it mean to be a mom and then also be something else? And um, I I just wanted to hear kind of where you're at because I feel like we don't talk about it enough. hundred um, mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, especially I feel like in the Asian American kind of realm yeah. too, mm-hmm. uh, there is an expectation that that comes with being a mom, but we don't talk about hey, you know, there you can be a mom and be other things. So, yeah. thank you so much for that. Yeah. Okay, well, we're rounding out our time together, and I'm so grateful for all that you shared, but. Is there anything that maybe I didn't ask you about that you wanted to share about or any advice that you might have for somebody listening that it's like, hey, maybe I want to go into events? Hmm. Um, well, advice wise, I feel like I think if you um, just try like it, there's so like you can literally reach out to someone via email and ask if they have um, an internship or if you can shadow them. There's like so many people out there. So it's like the first thing is, is to try whatever it is that you want to do, right? So like if you are looking to be in the events world, find an event planner or designer or whatever that you admire or is local and close by to you and just reach out and see that if they need any help. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like you really never, you can always like like the idea of something, but if you're not fully like feet into it, you know, like if you're not really um, trying it out, like you don't really know, right? It's just the idea that you really like. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I would just say, try, try it out. Um, connect with people that are in that field. Um, and you really just like never know where it's going to take you. Um, I'm also a really, really firm believer of everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So um, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff that happened that brought me to where I am today. I feel like it's just because I kind of trusted that, mm-hmm. trusted that God had my back through it all. And so, um, yeah, I, I feel like it doesn't hurt to try. And I feel like maybe when I say that, like a lot of people are like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> like it sounds a little bit easier said than done. And I guess it is, but like, Truly, I I really feel like the worst thing that can happen is like, oh, you tried and it didn't work out. Yes. But like you would never know until you try it. Right. So Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm one of the I'm like, 
it's like easier said than done, you know, to like just put yourself out there. What if I suck at it? Um, But I'm laughing because even just this evening, my son is a really picky eater and we've been trying to get him to eat different, a variety of things. And I literally verbatim said, look, try it. If you don't like it, you don't have to eat it again. But how do you know? Maybe it's your favorite thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so thank you for that reminder and advice for myself because I I do not like and it's so funny I mean I'm sure you know raising Stella like seeing your personality come out in your children and then like you kind of cringing and be like oh my gosh that's what I do yeah (laughs) but for yeah for those listening I feel like what you just said is just sound advice in and and thank you for giving us permission and courage to be like, hey, you know what? What's gonna what's gonna happen? They say no. Yeah. Big deal. No big deal. Yeah. You don't lose anything by them saying no. Um but yeah, thank you for that. Um I hate to put you on the spot, Grace, but I do ask most people my uh, most of my guests if they would be willing, if someone is listening and they're like, Hey, I have some more questions, I'd love to connect. Would you be willing for me to connect you with them? Oh yeah, of course. Awesome. Um, well, well I thought it was going to be a more serious. Oh, no, like, it was gosh, just like happened? I always like you know because that too. I feel like we need permission. You yeah. know, like yeah. Blair did this podcast with somebody and they were super great. I'm intimidated. Do I do I, do I connect with them? What do I do? But yeah, but true. um. So I just ask my guests just so it just opens that door for people. Yeah, of course. Um, Well, Grace, I can't thank you enough for just your vulnerability tonight and just sharing your life with us. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, Guys, if you have any questions, Grace said that she's willing to connect with you. So please feel free to reach out to me and DM me on social media or you can email me at podcastwigu at gmail.com and I'd be happy to connect you with Grace. Um, Until next time. Thanks, Grace. Thank you.